0: Students, welcome to Answers to Gospel Questions. It's Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. It's me, Brother Lawson, here with Brother Wing. This might sound a little bit different because we're actually together in a room that's really echoing. <laughs> How are you, Brother Wing? I'm doing great. And it's cool to see what you look like in real life. This <laughs> is the first time Brother Wing and I really met in person, <laughs> so... Pretty exciting.
1: You're taller than I
0: thought. You know, really <laughs> awesome. We both drove. We both drove an hour to meet together today in Joplin, Missouri. Some people may think that's a big waste of time, but when Brother Wing and I get together, all we talk about is super important things. That's, isn't that right, Brother Wing? Yeah, it's a valuable experience. <laughs> you know,
1: the sacrifices are definitely worth it. <laughs> right. Sometimes
0: <laughs> we talk about baseball. Sometimes we talk about football, and sometimes we even talk about the gospel. You know, though, we're not the first people in the world to be accused of, of being wasteful. If you can imagine, there's a story that we're going to, to look at today that's found in multiple gospel accounts. Uh, but the question that's asked that we're going to, to explore in Matthew 26 is actually asked by Jesus's disciples. And the question they ask is, to what purpose is this waste? Now we're going to talk about what they're upset about, what they think is being wasted, in just a second. But just on the surface, brother, wing, like saying something to, to Jesus or one of his followers, you know, somebody who's who's trying to follow the Savior. Hey, you're what? Why are you wasting anything? That that seems to be quite the accusation.
1: Right. Yeah. This is. This seems. The tone of it all automatically, as you read this story, you kind of feel. Like whoa, something's off. <laughs> something's <laughs> off here with this criticism, because it is. It seems to be a direct accusation on Christ Himself, which you can kind of tell who's out of line yeah. <laughs> already. <laughs> exactly. So
0: let's talk about what's being what is being so-called wasted. What's happening is is Jesus is coming to the end of His life. I mean, this they're having. They're going to have the Passover. Uh, this is the last time He's going to be together with His uh, with his followers uh, before he's arrested and, um, and placed on a cross. And he's in the house of Simon the leper, right? And Mary, who we remember before, was um, so excited about having Jesus come to the house and sitting at his feet and listening to him uh, teach and talk and learn from him. She acquired somehow, I'm not sure how, this is but she required an alabaster box full of an ointment called spikenard which is an actual i mean you can you can still buy spikenard today i'm not are you a big user of spikenard
1: you know i don't actually have any on hand but
0: (laughs) well you can buy i actually looked this up you can you can buy a little five milliliter uh for our listeners in in canada you'll know how much a milliliter is you can buy a five milliliter vial of spikenard today for uh, between fifty and seventy dollars. Mary had a pound of this, which would equal in our in our days about five thousand dollars. Right, five thousand dollars in her day. We learned in the Book of John, this pound of spikenard was equivalent to the the apostles thought they could have sold that. For three hundred pence, or in other words, three hundred days of labor, uh, when you got when you got paid, uh, you get paid in a pence or a denarius, and you got paid one of those every day that you work. So this was this represented three hundred days of labor, and they said when they saw her pour this oil on Jesus's head, and it was a very fragrant oil. Spikenard was, um, they said. To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. That sounds like they got a point, Brother Wing. Like, isn't that a good, great point? Shouldn't they, that would have benefited the poor. I mean, they just, she just put it on Jesus's head and other places that said she put it on his feet. Why didn't they just sell it and give it to the poor? That seems like a good, a good idea.
1: Yeah, it does sound like a good idea, and there's always a worthy cause um, to be used, and yet there's more than one thing to think about. So the poor is definitely one thing to consider, and there are others. And Jesus kind of goes about this point. I I appreciate, you know, in verse 5 of Mark 14, it says that they murmured against her. Mm -hmm. And we've already kind of pointed out that this is also murmuring, murmuring against Jesus, um, himself as he's allowing this to happen. Um, it it also kind of speaks to how we, you know, some some of the criticisms that we hear today even, uh, you know, you might kind of liken this um, to those criticisms. And I've wondered, you know, in that moment, if you had observed this scene with Mary and Jesus and this very expensive uh, ointment here, you said, "How would, how do I know this seems like pretty extravagant maybe, mm-hmm. so... Could we have given this to the poor? And I have a question about that. And how do I know if this is an appropriate use of resources or not? Well, maybe you would just kind of ask Jesus, <laughs> Hey, is, is this okay? Is, is this all right? And you know, and he, he apparently would respond back something to the effect of, It's not just okay. This is actually good. Like in verse 6, mm-hmm. he says, Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? Now, here's his, that's his question about right. this. She hath wrought a good work on me. And so she seems to understand things about Jesus and what he's about to do. Others seem to be not as not as focused on that, or just totally unaware of the sacred things that are about shortly hereafter are about to happen. And maybe that's what's going on. And so, as we today um, or others today have have some potential criticisms about church leaders or the church or God or whatever. Um, Perhaps we could follow the same pattern, you know, like ask God, is this appropriate or this is good? talking to the source might be better than criticizing other people's actions.
0: Right, right. And it's interesting, you know, the church has been in the news lately because uh, of a a story that was told about um, or reported on about how much money the church has. And so immediately you'll hear people you maybe have already seen online, people talking about almost saying the same thing that Judas, by the way, is the one that asked the question about, why don't we sell this and give to the poor? Um, you'll see people asking questions like, why doesn't the church just solve world hunger with all their, with all their money? Jesus's answer in John chapter 12 or six, when Judas, who is going to betray Christ, by the way, for money, um, Jesus says uh, well first of all when, John, when Judas asked the question why was this not sold John adds this he said not because he cared for the poor but because he was a thief uh, and, and had the bag and bear that which was put in but Jesus later said, the poor you'll always have with you in verse 8 but me you have not always and so the key isn't the money the key isn't the money here the key isn't the money that the that the church has but the key is are we focusing on Jesus so we could ask that question we could ponder that question and say you know it's always good to take care of the poor like we we want to that's a sign of a disciple of Christ someone who cares about the about the poor but also a sign of a disciple of Christ is one who cares about covenants and establishing establishing houses of the lord Wherein these covenants can be entered into, uh, we can't exclude one to emphasize the other. We try to emphasize both, but which is more important? Covenants of salvation, uh, or the uh, the amount of money you get for to go get ice cream with your young men's class, right? And so, uh, luckily, we don't. If we find ourselves being the ones to to decide how the Lord should accept and use money to to run His church, then we're going to be in we might be in conflict there. I think we I think we're okay to say, you know what, the Lord is in charge of His church. He's placed leaders. We pay we pay tithing. We pay fast offerings. Hopefully, we have a heart like Mary's, where we pay a generous fast offering, where we give something uh, so generous that. It's got to be financially troubling to us that we're fo- we're we're more focused on the savior than we are on on money or where that money is going to go.
1: Yeah, it seems that there's an over on other people, and there's also an over on money itself, and that's the problem. And if you want to be able to be strengthened to turn your Eyes upward and consider God, and re- and not be overfocused on other people. And you want to not be overfocused even on finances. A great way to do that is to pay your tithing. <laughs> that is the Lord's program right. for balancing yourself and, and helping you honor Him, acknowledge Him that He's given you everything. Um, it's also a way to not you know uh, be overly critical of other people or to compare yourself. Uh, too much. I, I maybe want to just say like I, have had great blessings from paying my tithing. Uh, you know, throughout my life, and it has. I felt like I've seen specific blessings come into my life through that, and they're far and away more spiritual blessings than they are temporal blessings. Though I've I've seen both, and uh, that's been a huge blessing to pay tithing. And this
0: this might sound. Totally controversial and offensive, but um, it's not intended to be. But in my experience, I don't have any scientific, scientific data to back this up, but in my experience, the, sometimes people who disagree most with the way that the Lord uses uh, the money that uh, is brought in through tithings or other means, fast offerings in, into the church, uh, those who have the biggest problems and, uh, and shout the loudest about the injustice of it all, they often are ones who struggle to uh to to care for the poor as well or to uh i mean they're they're struggling with what they're claiming the church is struggling with themselves and so it might just be a frustration within them within themselves about their their lack of of, of engagement and helping those who are poor than it is uh about the about the church so there's a little editorial comment for you, for the podcast. But needless to say, I think uh, I love what Mary does. I love that Mary that Mary anoints Jesus's feet, that she anoints his head with this um, oil that is used for the fragrance. That is going to, I think, I think that's an important key, Brother Wing, because. From then on, from then on, whenever anybody smells that, anyone that was in the house of Simon the leper, when they hear, when they smell that smell, they're going to remember the Savior. And that, to me, is worth more than a, a year's wage. Being able to always remember Jesus, I think, is is key.
1: Yeah, that's that memorial, and he he mentions that that this she's going to be remembered uh, for this, and and we also might think about the the small contributions, sacrifices that we make to, to build the kingdom of God. They may not be seen by other people. They may be criticized by other people. But when we're focused on him and his work, that's going to end up being a memorial yeah. uh, for, for him that we've done.
0: Yeah, and I'll just mention this too. This thought just came to me too. Like, So you, you remember the rich young ruler that Jesus said, Hey, go sell all that you have and follow me the issue there wasn't money. The issue was that the issue was follow me. Right. And so people might, you could take these two examples. The Jesus wants this guy to sell all his money or to sell all that he has and follow him. And then you have Mary with this large gift, this uh, crazy gift of, of that costs so much money and she pours it on his head and on, on his feet and he's fine with it. Again, remember the focus is the savior. It's, what is going to what was going to help that rich young ruler focus on the Savior, not worrying about money? What was gonna uh, for Mary? She was she absolutely did not care that it was three hundred pence for this uh, for the spikenard oil. What she cared about was remembering the Savior and following Him. And so, don't let money get in the way of that. All right, students. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers Gospel Questions. Come to our institute class. We love your guts, everybody. Stay righteous.